All right, dear Mr. 2020, how do I know when I've nailed it? <laughs> Ooh, I love this one. Ready? How do you know... How would you know if you're different? How would you know if you are different? That's the big thing. We talked last week about revision changes what matters. Revision changes you. People get all caught up in, well, revision just changes your memory. Revision changes how you remember your memory. Revision changes the past. Revision changes, oh, good Lord. Revision changes you. Neville Goddard said, no one to change but self. That doesn't mean no one else exists. I love when people tell me that. Right? I'm the only one that exists, Mr. Twenty. And since you're me pushed out, you would agree with me, wouldn't you? I always ask, why are you asking me? If you know that I don't exist and know that I'm going to agree with you because I don't exist, why would you take the time to type? Neville Gutter talks about the golden rule when imagining lovingly for others. Neville talks about your own cross being lifted when you imagine perceiving others. Now, here's the cool thing. That doesn't mean they don't exist. What it means is you're actually imagining for you. Because when you start noticing, see, I live in the state of happy, loving husband. You know what that means? I'm happy. I'm loving. I'm a husband. And years ago, when Victoria was doing contract work, she wasn't happy. Right? First, she wasn't happy because there was too much contract work. Then she wasn't happy because there wasn't enough. And she'd just stare at the garden. And this wasn't all day or anything. But there were times where she just would get unhappy. And I'm a happy, loving husband. <laughs> you see, I got a problem. I'm imagining lovingly for me. I'm imagining being happy because she's happy. You see, there's the thing. Because she can accept or reject it. But I know when I've changed. Because concerned husband, sad husband... Hoping she gets happy, husband. Right? That's not my chosen state. I'm imagining lovingly for her by imagining lovingly for me. Write that down. Because whatever your wish is, it's all about you. Linda brought it up in the group about ownership. It really is about ownership. Owning a BMW. Having a driver's license. It's, it's not about the car. It's about the freedom that I feel and the freedom that I experience, the independence. Because when you move around the world, will they accept my old driver's license? Yes or no. I had a friend who his driver's license expired while he was here. And they said, well, that's tough because you either have to go back to England and renew it, and then you can come back and transfer it over, or you can start over here and do the two and a half years of bullshit. Driving under supervision, getting your P-plates. Oh my God. I can't imagine being in your 40s and getting your P-plates, being basically treated like a teenager. It's rough to get a driver's license in Australia, by the way. Meanwhile, here's the deal, gang. How do you know when you nail it? You nail it because you've changed. You see, there was a point. I was here on a visitor visa. I accomplished the impossible, right? So, 
my driver's license was going to expire. I was on my first year being in Australia on a visitor visa, right? Not really the way you should be doing it, but it's the way that it happened. And so my driver's license is going to expire. So I go to uh, Vic Roads, our Department of Motor Vehicle people here. And I take all the paperwork I should take, right? <laughs> and they go, all right, we'll give you a driver's license, right? I was on a visitor visa. Right? I keep saying this for a reason, because I experienced being a licensed Australian driver. I changed. And I got my Victorian driver's license. Meanwhile, I'm here on a visitor visa. I have to leave every 90 days, and after doing this for about a year, I come into the country, I get detained by immigration, because they say, what are you doing? Right? They, they want to know, what are my intentions? And then they come into the room and they go, how did you get a driver's license? I said, oh, that was easy, right? I took all my paperwork in and I told him I wanted a driver's license. He goes, well, you shouldn't have been able to do that. I said, can I keep it? And he said, yeah, you can keep it, right? Now I'm a citizen. But when I was visiting, I was imagining being a citizen. Because I chose to marry the woman I love, happy, loving husband. How do I know? I changed. How do you know when you nailed it? You've changed. By the way, some people say, once you nail it, you don't want it anymore. And I go, right. Have you really thought that through? Because when you order a pizza and you know it's coming, do you stop wanting it? See, here's what I notice. Happy, loving husband still wants to be a happy, loving husband. Every day he still imagines being a happy, loving husband. Imagining being a happy, loving husband isn't a lot of hard work, and it's not to make something happen. It's to share the dance floor with my wife. Neville Goddard says your, your experience is brought into being by your, your imaginal act. It's sustained by your imaginal act. And when the imaginal act is withdrawn, it disappears. It dissolves. It dies. So here's the thing. Right? So I imagine being a BMW owner. I imagine my dog, my car, Tickle Belly Hill. Just a little brief, brief snapshot of an experience. Like a GIF. Right? Little action shot. First person experience. My joy, my dog, my car. And once I nailed that, I had, yeah, I got my BMW for about half the price of what it should have been. Paid cash. I did my usual. But I changed. I nailed it. And here's the thing. To this day, I still imagine being a BMW owner. Because the minute I start imagining being a Mercedes owner, guess what happens? Right? Some, you know, we don't have a lot of parking spaces here. Something's got to go. And I love my Bimmer. I just adore it. I have a lot of fun in it. I only drive 3Ks a day. What? You know, some people say, yeah, maybe you should get a Mercedes. I actually looked at getting a Rolls Royce. But I figured trying to park it at the pool parking lot would be a pain in the ass. So I decided, no, I'm not going to get a Rolls Royce. I'll just stick with the Bimmer. Something to do. You get where I'm playing here? It's all about you changing you. Revision changes you. We've got some resources on that. Meanwhile, if you don't own your day, you don't own your destiny. The doors are open right now for about the next two weeks. For DreamDrivenDay.com. It begins February the 6th. If you're tired of distractions and dreads and you want to start living a life based on your dreams, DreamDrivenDay.com is what we made up after studying 
I don't know, maybe 10 years or so of people who did manifestingmasterycourse.com. Because we took those who soared, we took those who struggled, and we compared their experiences. And we decided to notice what's the difference. And we built a course based on soaring. All kind of cool shit. Because in manifestingmasterycourse.com, people send us updates every seven days. And we write back and we help you get beyond the struggle. And that helps us help other people because we notice, hey, here's some common struggle points. Let's build a course that eliminates all that. Let's build a course that creates family and friends. Let's build a course that creates fellowship. Let's create a course that, uh, here's the deal. If you don't own your day, you don't own your destiny. If you don't own your day, you're going to fill it full of distractions so you don't think about your dreads. I want you to live your dreams. My name is Mr. 2020. If you got gold today dreamdrivenday.com sign up or you could wait we're going to do it a total of three times this year some people love the state of waiting right they just yeah this is my state i'm all anticipating the waiting then they hate waiting i'm not a fan of waiting <laughs> i'm a fan of soaring higher and higher that's it have a lovely day remember how will you know you will have changed Join us in dreamdrivenday.com. See ya. Welcome, or welcome back, to another exciting episode of the Neville Goddard Podcast. Today we're going to dive into a question that I found on one of the Facebook groups. It's a real simple one. It's a very complicated one as well. And it's common. How will I know? How do I know that I've nailed it? Neville Goddard says this, but how do I know if I've actually nailed it? This is important, gang. If you get this wrong, you're going to keep forcing and it's going to feel forceful. If you get this wrong, you're going to be hoping. <laughs> and we all know hope is nothing more than a turd. Right? Hope is doubt. A turd. With some sprinkles on top. Don't pretend hope is... is, is hope is not fun. Oh, I'm hoping, Mr. 20. In other words, you're doubting. In other words, you're not there yet. Meanwhile, how will you know? Ask yourself right now, what do you think the answer is? and then dive into the podcast. Have a great day. See you inside.